Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Age of Radio. Hey, what's up? <laughs> How you doing, man? <laughs> oh, doing good. Uh, it's been kind of a busy weekend, but it's been fine. Excellent. Yeah, we uh we just hosted uh Izzy's mom and uh, her friend Marsha for the week. It was yeah. fun little busy time that just flew by, but yeah. <laughs> Playing with 70-year-olds. Yeah. <laughs> we on day one we spilled our milkshakes on ourselves and had to do a full load of laundry. Somebody wouldn't wear their shoes outside and somebody lost their jacket. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, did you one. say seven or seventy? For how it's old the they same. were. It's the same. Apparently. Yeah. <laughs> I'm cold. <laughs> I'm hungry. I can't find my jacket. I don't want to eat that. Marsha, where are your shoes? I don't want to wear shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have coffee? Well, that's the difference. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not hungry because you had eight cups of coffee because I had coffee. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, fun stuff. Fun stuff. <laughs> so really looking forward to that trip next week. <laughs> yep. I won't be doing anything like that, so it'll be fine. <laughs> oh, oh, oh Mike, if you if you complain about not having a jacket or something, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> I think we'll be fine. I don't think it's going to be really jacket weather. Yeah. 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 Isn't there's going to be like a hundred? I don't know about a hundred, but <laughs> 95 and humid. Yeah. Woo-hoo. It's going to be great. We're, we're ready for it, babe. <laughs> uh, let's see. Where, where are we meeting Mike up first? Uh, I, I guess in Cincinnati, right? Yeah, in Cincinnati. Yeah. Yeah. So we talked about. Going to the zoo on Saturday. Yeah, according to my thing. Oh, I'm sorry. It's only gonna be 98, 97. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Monday. It's next Monday. Not this coming Monday. The Monday after. It's gonna be 101. Pass. All right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll be all right. Yeah. Thursday, 97. Oh, 89, and then 79. So that's a little better. It's gonna be great. Yeah, <laughs> I, I won't let you change that, babe. It's gonna be great. <laughs> it's gonna be awesome. Let's see. And then Cleveland, Cleveland has more rain. It looks like nice. Uh, what day are we in Cleveland? Uh, I think it's like Monday and Tuesday that next week. Yeah, yeah. yeah it looks yeah, like we're it's driving Monday. Alrighty, we'll have some rain. Yeah, <laughs> you know what? You Typical can, Ohio. You can be 95 degrees as long as you got rain. Yeah. <laughs> I think it might just be the three of us <laughs> again. Like, uh, like always. Yeah, right. Sometimes the cats. <laughs> yeah, even the cats are sleeping. It looks like they're not. They're a... exhausted. Are you kidding? They had to keep eyes on those strangers the whole time. Oh, I know what we do need before we start. Steve, do you need a beer? Of course. Do you need a chub? Yeah, let's get an old chub. Let's do it. Nice scotch <laughs> ale. Yeah. Mike, you need one? 
Uh, I got a drink, but I'm good. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's why he was so busy this weekend. He said he had a baby. Yeah, why were you uh, busy this weekend? Was it with the, with the lady? I uh, got my daughter this weekend. Uh, her birthday party is tomorrow. Oh, that's right. Uh, we had a wedding to go to last night. Oh, yeah, with the, the Jerry Seinfeld guy. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, everyone decided to start making speeches. Uh, person on our side of the family was fine. It was like four minutes and stuff. But this guy must be from the other side of the family. Kept going on and on for 15 minutes. It sounded like a really bad stand-up routine at first. And it kind of, he started putting like Christian talk into it. It was like, ugh. Ooh. But I I had the table have some good laughs because I made like bad jokes. Like, hey, take my wife. And what's the <laughs> deal with communion? And stuff like that. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> Weddings are the best. <laughs> and by the best, you mean you try and avoid them at all costs? I mean... <laughs> Occasionally, I enjoy people watching. <laughs> we had alcohol, though, which was good. We had a free oh. bar. Oh, that's good. Uh, open Excellent. bar. That's the best way to do a wedding. Yeah. What? It's apparently International Axe Throwing Day today? We're just earning this now? I don't know. We would have gone to the Wait, no, it's on the 13th. Oh, the 13th? Oh. <gasps> There's we still time. The, we can go to the Axe Throwing Place. Yeah. The, the Axe Throwing Bar. Yeah, hey, you guys have those in uh, in Ohio, right? Like the axe throwing places. It's like I'm know. sure there's a place around here that has an axe throwing. Yeah, it's almost like the new um, oh god cornhole. It's like people throwing axes or something. Except there's rarely a target, <laughs> and people just like throwing shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we may have to check that out. Yeah. <laughs> Be the Axeman. The, yeah. the Northmen <laughs> to show up. Got a help with tattoos and stuff drawn on. <laughs> uh, have you seen the Northmen, Mike? Not yet. Oh, uh, if you got Peacock, it's on there. But it's a, uh, it's it's an intense movie. <laughs> That's what I've heard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely and brutal. It's a brutal movie. Just like Captain Power. <laughs> yeah. Say <laughs> so on that note, shall we get started? Yeah, let's get started. All right. Soldier into a one-man attack force. 
Major Matthew, Hawk Masterson, Fighter in the Sky. <laughs> Lieutenant Michael Tank Ellis, Ground Missile Sergeant Robert Scout Baker, Espionage and Communications. And Corporal Jennifer Pilot Chase, Tactical Systems Expert. Together they flew fighting force in Earth's history. Their creed to protect all life. Their promise to end Lord Dredd's rule. Their name, Captain Power and the Soldiers of the Future. Yeah! <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything I Learned From Movies. And tonight... Oh, tonight. Oh, we are continuing this look at Captain Power and the Soldiers of the Future ah! with episodes 15 and 16, a two-parter, Ooh. A Summoning of Thunder, part one and part two. Oh, my. Oh, but babe, we're not alone for this one. Oh, thank God. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I would hate to, th- to summon thunder alone right. unless I'm in a good bathtub. It's like, ah, oh, so many beans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But with us, we have Michael Backford. Welcome, Michael. Hey, I'm kind of like the mentor of this podcast for these uh, episodes. Yeah, the third co-host. Yeah. (laughs) The dead dad in the computer. Yeah. Yeah, but your facial hair is more on point. Oh, that's true. (laughs) I did shave, though. (gasps) How are we going to recognize you? um, I'll show a picture of something. (laughs) <laughs> oh my gosh, he's gonna sh- sh- shave his beard and take his glasses, like wear contacts or something. We're gonna be like, who is this guy? <laughs> oh, but yes, a summoning of thunder. Ooh. Oh man, everybody excited for this one? It's 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 a two parter. It has daddy issues apparently. Like it's gonna be great. <laughs> oh snap! <laughs> so there's strippers in it. Yeah, oh god, I hope so. That'd be great. <laughs> no, no, no. You know, Not Captain Power. You know, Captain Power has his daddy issues. You know, so he made the ultimate uh, Google search computer, yeah. <laughs> a hologram of his dad. You know, exactly. <laughs> oh, mentor. All right. Well, I guess uh, without further ado, are we uh, are we ready? Or or babe, I don't know. Are you drinking something over there? Oh, I am. I believe we may have the same thing. Oh, from. Oscar Blues Brewery, we have the Old Chub, Ooh. a Scotch Ale, and it is 8% alcohol by volume. Sounds about right. <laughs> Steve, shall we pop our tops? Uh, my top? Oh, oh stereo! Stereo tops. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, definitely very malty right on the nose. That's like dark toasted malts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely get the... the caramel nose steve's gone taking the sip yeah t- tastes like scotch like uh <laughs> like yeah. a little diluted scotch with a little uh a little more effervescence to it it's like scotch without so much burning yeah mm. this is delicious you get a little bit of that peat in there yeah get yourself some old chub mm. it's like a perfectly carbonated highball <laughs> yeah <laughs> right, how about you michael you drink anything on your end uh, i'm drinking some uh simply lemonade uh blackberry lemonade Ooh. Ooh, how's that? It's delicious and refreshing. Excellent. That oh. sounds delicious and refreshing. Yep. Perfect during the summertime. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I guess without uh, any further ado, should we uh, should we get to the first episode? Yeah. 
yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> was, can we try that without the yawn real quick? No. <laughs> Thanks, Cameron. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. No. Don't know where that came up from. <laughs> it's been a long week. <laughs> All right. Uh, one moment. I'll get this thing started here. Power on. Captain Power and the soldiers of the future. And whatever I cannot achieve through reason, I will win through fear. Upset. The secrecy. Yeah, it's they... necessary for the security of the base. You have this replaced Landry. Calibration's off. They object to being blindfolded before they're brought in. I can't say I much like it either. Well, then double their salary. Double yours, too, if you like. Money won't mean much soon anyway. Thank you. Remember, John, biomechs can process fast. They can block any predictable moves. You gotta outflank them, surprise them. If they see movement on the right, hit them on the left. I know, Matt. Good. And? And move through them. Metal gives under direct, focused impact. Right. Now let's see what you can do. Ready? Go. 
Dad. What do you think? <laughs> That's excellent. See, you're using your mind, not just your hands. That's what we have that they don't. That's why we'll win this. You watch the overconfidence, John. You're good, but they're good too. Don't ever forget that. Yeah, well, I, th I think that's enough for one day. John, I'd like to use you on the next supply run, okay? Right, let me get my things. Overmind. We are here. Is the power sufficient for your needs? It will suffice. He who waits within me requires great power. Yes, the first of my warlords. He will be a power no human can oppose. Raining fire from the sky. He will enforce the will of the machine. When this ship's done, it'll outfly anything in the air. How about the transit gates? Are they up and running? Yeah, almost. I've got three out line now, and the other three will be on by morning. Here, take a look at this. See, I've got underground generators set to create gates at five specific sites around the country. South, east, north, west, and midwest. You fly into one, and you come out any of the others. Plus the one outside the base. Short-range teleportation. If there wasn't a war on, we could make a fortune. You sure you got all the bugs worked out? Yeah, I think so. Good. Well, we'll give them a fight, that's for sure. You do think we're going to win, don't you? Eventually, yeah. It's going to take time. Maybe a long time. I don't know how to go so wrong, Matt. Taggart and I, we wanted to end war, not fight one. All the armies of the world under one voice. Ours. We could have abolished war like that. It wasn't your fault, Stuart. Oh, yes, it was. I knew Taggart was obsessed with power, with the idea of immortality. The dead of night, he hooks himself up to our computer, Overmind. And he lets it into his mind. And it changed him. And it changed Overmind. The two of them actually fused together as some sort of entity. 24 hours later, biomechs are marching all over the planet. The age of the machine, he calls it. Oh, Matt. What have I done? You gambled, Stuart. And if you'd been right, you would have gone down in history as the man who ended war. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you one thing. One way or another, I'm going to end this one. I swear it. Okay, that's it. One more trip and we're all set. Better hurry, storm's coming. Shut down. Maintain power. Overmind. 
Give him to me, my warlord, my bio-dread. Show me. Comcon 1. I think you ought to see it. I was monitoring the open frequencies. Started coming in a while ago. Fades in and out. Here. Comcon 1. Comcon 1. Do you copy? We need help. Something. Something hit us. Some kind of creature. We can't stop it. You have had your chance to surrender. Now feel the will of the machine! <laughs> machine with encoded DNA, which means it's self-replicating. And it's autonomous, a living, thinking machine. Oh, my God, Matt, this changes everything. A couple more of those and nothing's going to stop him. Okay, where's John? He's finishing up the mid-supply run. Make sure that he doesn't leave and seal off the base. Nobody goes in or out. from the field, sir. Biodread Sauron has broken through four major skirmish lines and eliminated major command and control centers in those regions. Excellent. The will of the machine is with us. Taggart. Dismissed. Overmind? We have been reviewing all tactical files. Data indicates a potential threat to the Biodread. That's impossible. He's indestructible. He regenerates when damaged. Besides, no one knows how he works. 
I see. If he is operating a base, he needs power, supplies. Run a scan on the ComCon 1 supply depots. Record all sudden changes in inventory. Working. Two hours late, but better than ever. Did they tell you why the delay? Computer error. Canceled your dad's clearance until we could go back and verify. They had to know what we wanted and why. Impossible. Dad's got ultraviolet clearance. Only the president can cancel. Wait. What was the code on the cancellation? Uh, OM7 on a blue 7 frequency. Wait, no. We abandoned the blue 7 after the code was broken by... Overmind. Come on. We've got to get out of here. Fast! Look out! Look out! Come on! Identification code, Dr. Stuart Gordon Power. Request access to Phoenix Project. Verify voice print and execute. Okay, initiate recording. Database journal 39-7, Mark 13. Now the power suits are finished, I think. Now if I'm right, this should turn the battle against Taggart. I recommend preliminary testing prior to... Hello, Stuart. 
I know you can't answer, since that might give your position away, but I do hope you're receiving me, for your sake and John's. He's here, Stuart, with me. These are dangerous times, Stuart. I suggest a meeting here. Come alone. You will not be harmed. You have one hour. Beyond that, I cannot be responsible for John's well-being. the mentor program and execute on my mark. Initiate the last word program. Execute on voice verification, Matt Masterson. Integrate the data logs of the last 10 minutes. Priority code, Niner, Delta Niner. you this. I'm my father, and you wish you had killed me right here and now. I'll chase you down if it takes the rest of my life. I'll chase you down if it takes the rest of my life. My life. My life. My life. You knew you would go back, did you not? My lord. He returns there every year on this day. He is alone. Attack now and you can finish him. It's the logical thing to do. If Overmind knew... I see no reason to bother Overmind with this. We are already aware, Lord Dread. The will of the machine is clear. If chance provides the opportunity, it must be seized. You know the truth, Dread. You have the moment. Come. Power is in sector 17, grid 6 by 2. We are en route to that location. Understood. What are my orders? Digitize, if possible. Obliterate, if necessary. This is Captain Power. I'm closing in on Dread. Watch for base station. Check power levels. We took a few hits, but we've still got plenty of power. Energy systems full. Hold on. I'm gonna blow this baby. Oh, to be continued. Ah, <laughs> I'm on the edge of my seat. 
Oh. I really should squint good back. Yeah, maybe you should <laughs> get a real seat, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so that was part one of A Summoning of Thunder. Oh. Aired February 7th, uh, 1988. Um, and I, it, I found this out the thing. It's the 15th anniversary of Dr. Stuart Power's death. Ooh. Uh, so, yeah, 15 years difference between Captain Power now and uh, the, I guess, teenage one, let's say. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah, if he was 18, he'd be 33. All right, I guess that checks out. Okay, all right, we'll go with that. Both episodes come from director Otto Hannes. Who's he, Steve? Oh, I'm glad you asked. Uh, he was the second AD in First Blood, uh, The Dead Zone, uh, first AD in a couple smaller things, eight episodes of this, some episodes of Twilight Zone, War of the Worlds, White Fang, American Skies, Ninja Turtles, Next Mutation, that uh, 90s Lassie series, and uh, Brats of the Lost Nebula, which was a Jim Henson claymation thing. <laughs> but of course, this comes from the main writer, J. Michael Straczynski. Uh, he's the one, uh, you know, creator of uh, Gemini and <laughs> Babylon 5, or uh, sorry, Jeremiah and uh, Babylon 5, uh, you know, Thor Underworld, or <laughs> sorry, Thor Underworld Awakening, World of War Z, Ninja Assassin, all kinds of stuff. Starring in this episode, we have Anthony Dean Rubes as Landry, who I I have no idea who that is offhand. You think it's the nerdy assistant guy? Maybe. Sorry, what was the name again? I'll Google it. A- Anthony Dean Rubes, R-U-B-E-S. I don't think it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, it's the redheaded guy. Oh, okay, yeah, all right. Uh, well, he has nine credits. All uh, right. Apparently, he was a village student in Yentl. Uh, and a hoodlum and witness uh, and this <laughs> he was also in the amityville curse oh and witness yeah witness yeah, yeah. he was a hoodlum yeah. in there i guess all right um we also have vincent oral as commander uh only this i assume it's like somebody on set or something i don't know <laughs> a relative of somebody it was it was just one of the like set builders and they're like hey you fit this costume, you can be on, uh, on it. How'd you like to be a commander? Yes, sir. Yeah. Uh, Jonathan Will- Wilson as Soldier Jack. I think he was the one uh, given the, <laughs> given the message back to power oh, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, but he has 71 credits. Starting with this, he was also gay activist in PCU, Marty and Tommy Boy, panicky assistant in Kids in the Hall Brain Candy, uh, was Scalrag in 27 episodes of Redwall, whatever that is. Oh. Uh, the titular Iggy Arbuckle in 27 episodes of Iggy Arbuckle. Uh, he was Steggy in 17 episodes of Harry and his bucket full of dinosaurs. What? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, voices and a bunch of kids stuff. So, yeah, good for him. Oh, but of course, Dylan Neal as young john power what <gasps> teenage jonathan what? power uh he has 92 credits uh basically starting with this and then he's andrew douglas in prom night three the last kiss Ooh. <laughs> 207 episodes of bold and the beautiful i believe it mm-hmm. uh lieutenant dalton boomer jonas in three episodes of jag oh my yeah. oh dalton. that's right oh the show where the the lead guy was uh the, the Jonathan Power clone in the yeah, other episode. Yeah, I'm noticing a lot of JAG actors on this. <laughs> yeah. 
he also played David in 40 Days and 40 Nights, everybody's favorite rom-com, question mark. Uh, Aaron Jacobs in 10 episodes of Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Mm-hmm. Doug Witter in 20 episodes of Dawson's Creek. Psych, the L word. Uh, he played Hermes in Percy Jackson and the Olympians, the Lightning Thief. Uh, Dr. Anthony Evo in 10 episodes of The Arrow and Bob in 50 Shades of Grey and 50 Shades Freed. (laughs) So yeah, still kicking it. (laughs) I also realized uh, this is like really the first time we see uh, uh, Dr. Stuart Power, the dad, as as more than mentor. So guys, played by Bruce Gray. (gasps) 180 credits before he passed away in 2019. Uh, let's see, just looking through his IMDb though, uh, he was the mayor in Dragnet, the uh, Dan Aykroyd, Tom Hanks version. Mm-hmm. Uh, 11 episodes of this, a lot of TV stuff, like basically everything in the 80s and 90s, like including like, like Doogie Hauser, Santa Barbara. Gosh, this is all the same year as when he was doing this. All right, yeah, Murphy Brown for an episode. Uh, what's something else we would have seen? Oh, he was Admiral. Admiral Chakotay in one episode of Star Trek Deep Space Nine. What? Ch- Chakot? Wait, no, that's Chakotay. Oh, so he was the, he played the at the, the dad? Maybe? Yeah. Or like. Because in an episode of Next Gen is uh, Admiral C H E K O T E. Oh, yeah, no, that's not because. It's not quite Chakotay. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> yeah. he's got like an AY or something. Yeah, but yeah. All right, Admiral Chakot, I guess. There we go. Stark's yeah. probably yelling at his phone. Yeah, well, he, he doesn't remember that episode either. Uh, let's see. Oh, an episode of Briscoe County Jr. Always a treat. Oh, he played First Gentleman in an episode of RoboCop. They must have had a lady president. Episode of Tracy Takes On. Oh, he played the president in Spy Hard. Oh. <laughs> oh, shit. He was Sky Marshal Deans in Starship Troopers. Already? I assume he got nuked at some point. <laughs> <laughs> Episode of The Outer Limits, episode of Jag, Rodney Miller in My Big Fat Greek Wedding, five episodes of Queer as Folk, making a comeback this year, guys, a scant 20 years later. Uh, Colonel Thomas H. Maguire in Cube 2, Hypercube, Mr. Richard Segerstrom in SWAT, couple episodes of ER, West Wing. Oh, he played Surak in an episode of Star Trek Enterprise. All these Star Trek guys. Oh, he was the billboard manager in an episode of Big Love, one of our favorites. Ooh. Uh, Congressman Hughes and Evan Almighty. So he's very accomplished. Yeah, yeah. He always plays that, that older, distinguished gentleman. Oh, yeah. Four episodes as senior partner in uh, How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh, Ferguson and Crimson Peak. Oh, he came back in the uh, My Big Fat Greek Wedding too. He was the Baptist preacher in Rules Don't Apply, that Warren Beatty movie everyone forgot existed. And yeah, yeah, passed away shortly after that. All right. Well, there we go. <laughs> All right. So this episode, oh boy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We start off with a montage of all the shootouts from the first 15 episodes <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> and then at the end, we get a little bit of a spoiler, I'm assuming, for the end of the next episode. And it's like, Dad, no! And he, like, chucks something and there's a big explosion and a nice little green screen of uh, John jumping away from an explosion. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. And then, oh, oh, oh I was having a nightmare. You get a <laughs> oh. Cap- Captain Power waking up in his quarters. 
and he goes uh, walking out to the, you know, uh, the living room area, I don't know, command center or whatever. And Hawk's out there and uh, he walks out and goes, I'm going. Yep. I figured you were every year, just like clockwork. And you're like, yeah, I don't know, walks out of frame and then pilot comes in. Huh, where's he going back? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so then we, uh, we go to this nice little, uh, interesting little memorial piece uh, at the at the base of the like the tree yeah. of life it looks like <laughs> but but you know captain or uh, was a dr stuart gordon power da mm-hmm. da da <laughs> father brother doctor savior whatever it says and uh and then we come to a flashback now keep in mind this is captain power's flashback we're going into because that'll come up later in the episode <laughs> but uh yeah, we see uh we see Stuart Power. Uh he's walking around with his uh nerdy assistant who uh kind of looks like Bradley Whitmore uh, uh what's his name? Br- Bradley Whitford. Anybody else got that? Like Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see it. yeah. But uh basically the, the assistant guy's like, look, um, you know, we're having some issues of you know, blindfolding people to get him here, and he's like, Well, whatever, double their salaries, double yours too. Money ain't gonna mean shit here in like three days, you know. <laughs> That was a good one. Right. <laughs> and then cut to uh, young John Power doing some pull-ups while Hawk's like, I don't know, teaching him to be a, a strategist and stuff like that. Like, yeah. When you think when they think you're going to zig, you should zag and, you know, stuff like that. But <laughs> And then he's like, all right, you, you had enough warm up with these pull-ups and stuff. Yeah. Cool. Fight these five droids. Beep, boop, beep. <laughs> And then we see, uh, you know, young John Power fighting these droids without a power suit or anything, and it's like, good for him. <laughs> yeah, see, yeah, see some more of that in the show, yeah. you know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, Doctor Power, he comes walking in, and he's like, good job, George, good job. <laughs> you're all, you're almost ready for uh, the new mission I've got for you. What? And then we cut to Volcania, and we see uh, Human Dread, you know, Taggart before he becomes uh, Cyborg yeah. Dread. Yeah definitely got some uh nazi germany vibes going oh yeah with yeah. the the haircut and the outfit styling yeah yeah and he walks into the the throne room we normally see him in but there's no throne yet <gasps> but there's overmind you know the little uh, uh i don't know foggy disco ball things yeah. <laughs> spinning around and uh starts talking to it and he's like I, you know, what what you wish of me requires a lot of power Yes, my first warlord will help us bring down all humans and the machine will rule. We then cut to uh, Dr. Power and Hawk. They're like designing the power jet. Yeah. What? That's right. This is the prequel, baby. Ah! And then they casually mention short range teleportation. I'm like, wait a fucking minute. Whoa. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, we'll be able to go to these central hubs from here, here instantaneously. Ooh. I bet that will never come up again. Yeah. They're also talking like moving a thousand miles. That's not short range teleportation. That's more no. like, like the fly where it's like across the room, you know, <laughs> like small steps. Then we start, uh, you know, doing Star Trek shit. All right. <laughs> While talking about that, they casually, you know, drop the backstory of Tagger. Like you, the two of you guys were working together to bring an end to war. Yes. But a sudden and inevitable betrayal <laughs> set that of the course out of the way. Like, yeah. All right. We then cut to Volcania and Sauron is revealed. <laughs> cut to commercial. <laughs> da, 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 da. 
And then when we cut back, Sauron is just lighting up this like SWAT team, like in full riot gear. Yeah. He's training <laughs> the men. <laughs> or blowing up the men. Either way. He's blowing those babies. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> but then, uh, you know, one of the guys, I guess, Soldier Jack or whatever, he sends a signal back to Dr. Power. And he's like, oh, help us. There's some thing killing everybody. Oh, no. And then he gets digitized. <laughs> Wait, what the hell? See, this is why I needed the pen that didn't leak ink. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, yeah. uh, oh, Captain he... Power was watching, like, or something. Yeah, yeah, Dr. Power yeah. Was, yeah. like, like watched the digi- digitization before the camera got blown up. He's like, man, yeah. just a few more of those. There'd be no stopping the, the dread lo- order or whatever. And he's like, all right, seal the base. No one in or out. Damn it. And, uh, <laughs> oh, son of a bitch. We then come back to Volcania and Overmind's talking to Taggart and he's like, there's a threat to Sauron and all of our plans. Dr. Stuart Power. <gasps> he must be stopped at all costs. He knows he's knowledgeable of our ways and has, is making like a hidden base and stuff. We need to find his hidden base. All right, then we need to find who's using a bunch of power. I'm checking on it. Go, 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 go. We, we then cut to John and uh and the the nerdy assistant guy. Uh, they're they're sitting at a place saying complaining how they're like two hours late or whatever, and then they find out the code's been broken. And I'm like, well, then when did they have shown two hours before if it was a trap? Well, so nobody uh, realizes it was a trap till till our current Captain Power figures it out. Yeah, it was two hours late, and then that's when Sauron and everybody shows up to ambush. But it's like, yeah, no, no. so so uh, so he went. To, he's like, hey, sorry, I'm late, man. And they're like, oh, you gotta check, recheck in because your uh, your dad's codes didn't work or whatever. Like, wait, what do you mean my dad's codes didn't work? Only the president can cancel his code. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Sauron ambushes, <laughs> and he's like, run, warn dad. And John's like trying to distract him away from the the assistant guy, but yeah, eventually gets like cornered, and uh, <laughs> and right before he's about to be just eviscerated, not even digitized, just eviscerated. You know, he's got the he's got the blaster hand out pointing. Yeah. To John. Taggart calls in, is like, Sauron, stop, bring the boy to me, as you wish, and they fly <laughs> off. And then, uh, and then we get Stuart. He's back at uh, the, the the power base or whatever, and he opens up the power suit closet with the, <laughs> the power jammies now available on. Yes, power Etsy, jammies. Steve needs power jammies. Yeah, power on. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> babe, keep it in our bedroom. <laughs> blast, blast. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Is Michael still here? Hey. Steve, yeah, I'm still here. <laughs> that leads us into Gootober. <laughs> Hold on. I'm going to blow this, baby. Wait a minute. <laughs> so, anyway, while he's admiring his jammies, uh, he gets a call and it's Taggart. And like how Taggart's even like, look, I know you can't respond because I'll give you a pace, but hopefully you can hear me. We have John. You got an hour to get here. Bye. Click. <laughs> <laughs> Peace out, bitches. <laughs> Deuces. Um, and then we see uh, Dr. Power, he's like programmed the computer to like, I guess, give all access powers to, to Hawk. Um, and then we come back to Volcania and Taggart's, you know, talking to John like, hey, shit happens, bro. You'll, you'll understand when you've grown up. I swear to God, I'm going to kill you. 
<laughs> and he's like, yeah, that's cool. All right. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then like we see the, we hear the, I swear to God, I swear to God. <laughs> and then we realize we've been in dreads flashback. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> what is this? The quest? We start start a story from an old guy at a bar and end with closing a book. Get out of here! But uh, but yeah, Lackey. Uh, of course, our everyone's favorite Lackey. He shows yeah. up and he's like, "We know Captain Power goes to the memorial site every day. We should we should kill him now." <laughs> like, no, that's you know bad form or you know, whatever. <laughs> Jeez, yeah. And then Overmind's like, "I actually think that's a pretty good idea. We should definitely kill him any chance we get." And Dred's like, fine, let me get in the jet. <laughs> That's right. And we finally, episode 15, we get to see the Dread Jet. Yeah. Oh, man. I remember this toy being so fucking awesome. <laughs> oh, shit. But yeah, they, uh, fly, I think him and Sauron fly off side by side. To be continued. Ba ba ba. Guys, that's, uh, that's part one. What do we think? I'd say this is a pretty, really good episode. It's nice getting the backstory on it. Yeah. Uh, it's nice to see uh, Captain Power's dad as he was. Uh, and get to see uh, Dread how he was, too, and the creation of Sauron and all that. Really it's good. like all the backstory. <laughs> how about you, Ben? Oh yeah, this is awesome. I'm super excited for the two-parter. This one feels a little bit more comfortably paced yeah. because they've yeah. got like the two-parter. Yeah, yeah. And I'm really enjoying that. And I I, I feel like a lot the characters are really or the, the actors are really feeling their roles. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like everybody feels really comfortable now and it feels like it's getting its getting its groove on. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. I think this definitely benefits from being the you know, 40 minutes as opposed to 20 minutes or, you know, yeah. 35 instead of 16 or whatever minutes and able to, you know, let it breathe or whatever. Oh God. Can you imagine this being like all this being in the, like before the first commercial break? Oh man. <laughs> uh, it'd be a lot, but, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm liking it. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll save our knee pads and stuff until uh, the end of part two, but uh, we ready for that. Let's do it. Power up. Power on. Captain Power and the soldiers of the future. Hi, Dad. Overmine! Give him to me! My warlord, my bio friend! Something hit us, some kind of creature! Sora! Bring the boy to me. Identification code, Dr. Stuart Gordon Power. Request access to Phoenix Project. These are dangerous times, Stuart. You have one hour. Beyond that, I cannot be responsible for John's well-being. 28 minutes, 30 seconds to target Lord Dredd. Maintain scan. Power has let his emotions make him vulnerable. Foolish. It is an anniversary of loss, Lackey. The death of his father. Fifteen years. A long time ago. 
Acknowledged and verified. Executing last word program, Mark. Greetings, Major. Stuart. Negative. I am mental. Dr. Power has given me his likeness. His stated purpose was to assure that his son would never be without him. Never without him. Where is he? Where's John? That data is available, but my programming requires that the Phoenix program be run first. Executing sequence now. Matt, if you're hearing this, it's because we don't expect to be coming back. There's much you need to know, my friend. Listen carefully. Are you? State your purpose. I am Sauron. I enforce the will of the machine. Are you a biomech? Limited intelligence? Or can you think? Reason? Yes, I think. First there was darkness, but now I think all the time. I fight and I think. I fly and I think. And I listen to the voices. And I find something in my program I do not understand. There is something in the dark. Where were you developed? You will forget everything you heard. And you will come with me. Now! So, when activated, the suits create an electrical field that prevents the wearer from being digitized. Each suit carries its own arsenal of weapons and communications gear. What's to prevent someone from stealing one of these? Prior to activation, nothing. But the suit must be activated here. And when that happens, the suit conforms to the biological makeup of the first wearer. After that, no one else can wear it without it being damaged. This is just what I need. With this, I can go after Stuart and John. Warning, Major. Suits are untested. Critical tests need to be completed. There could still be defects. Possible consequences? 50% possibility of death upon activation of power suit. Oh, you'll pardon the weaponry. But I want us to talk freely. Alone. Where's John? On his way. 
He'll be here in a few minutes. Well, what do you think of the facilities? A little fancier than our old lab, hmm? All the power anyone could ever want is rooted through this room. Dangerous stuff. Yes, but controlled. At least once the final touches are administered. I've made breakthroughs here you can't even imagine. Well, I'm sure it's all very fascinating. What does it have to do with me? I'm offering you the chance to work with me. Stuart, I'm trying to be reasonable. We were friends once. Remember you and John gave me this? Now, the Lyman Taggart that I knew would never have ordered the slaughter of thousands of innocent people. They're resisting the inevitable. It is cold-blooded murder. I digitize as many as I can save. And stick them in that obscenity overmind? And you call that mercy? Oh, wait, that's right. I forgot. You're going to save the world by destroying it. Seems to me I've heard that before, and always by someone who thinks that he knows what's best for all of us. If you just listen. How many more will die, Taggart? How many more innocent human lives are going to be wasted for your dream of a machine age? Thousands? Millions? Tens of millions? And where does it stop? I could burn you to the ground right now, Stuart. And you do it. Or don't you have the courage, is that it? Is it easier to have those machines out there do the killing for you? Or is it possible that there's still some little speck of humanity left in there that Overmind hasn't managed to erase? Dad! John! Hey, I was just worried about you. Okay. How touching. Now move away from the door. And now that we're all together, we're going to talk, you and I. My programming requires me to warn you again. There is a danger. I heard it. Now, here's some new programming for you. When I turn this thing on, if anything happens to me, send a tight beam transmission to Earth Force Headquarters, Pentagon. Turn over all power base facilities to their control. Ask them to call in an airstrike on Volcania. If he's let down his guard enough to let Stuart in. But Dr. Power and Jonathan... ...will most likely be dead if I don't get there in time. Stuart would like me to do it. But not until, uh... Whatever happens, happens. Is that clear? New programming accepted. Are you, uh, programmed to say good luck? Good luck. All right, Matt, let's see if you know what you're doing. Power on!
And so it begins. Hang on, Stuart. I'm on my way. Time to target. Eight minutes, 30 seconds. Come on, Stuart, just stay alive nine more minutes. That's all I ask. No, absolutely not. You're being unreasonable. All I ask is that you let Overmind touch your thoughts. Merge as I did. Learn what I learned. If you only understood, you'd work with me, not against me. If I agree. Will you let John go? Dad, no. Will you let John go? I see no reason why we can't make... Yes? Sir, we've picked up something. Coming your direction, fast. Identify. Unknown configuration. We've thrown everything we have at it. Nothing seems to stop it. Zoran? Yes, master. Enemy craft on approach vector. Locate and terminate. It will be done. If you're hoping for rescue, I'd advise you not to bother. Though this base is not fully operational, there's nothing Sauron can't shoot down. Now, let's return to the terms of your surrender. Yes, yes, just let John go. Lyman, it's no use to you. It's me that you want. Very well, you have my word. You will be released. After you have done one last thing. I know that you've constructed a base to use against my forces. Give me its location. After this has been verified and the base eliminated, he will be freed. If you are sincere, you will give me this information. And you are sincere, aren't you? Yes, yes. I'll need some time. I made you an offer out of respect for our friendship, because you could be an ally in my cause. Away from the door. Too bad. Now you'll have to be digitized, stored like all the rest. In spite of your insolence, you will be given immortality. But some price must be paid. I didn't want to do this, Stuart, but you leave me no choice. The machine demands an example be made. This won't hurt. I promise. No!
is dead and Lord Dread lives. That is my command. Two minutes from target, Lord Dread. Orders. 
we have some. Yes, Lord Dread. I miss you, Dad. I miss your wisdom. I miss having you to talk to. It's never been the same. Hawksons is best. Why, Dan? He is leaving. Activate the afterburners and we can be there before. Sauron? Yes, my lord? Return to base. We will proceed alone. part two has the same director writer stars all that fun yeah. stuff so uh episode starts off we get a quick sum up of part one with the <gasps> blah 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 and then we uh have lackey playing the role of r2d2 in uh dreads right? <laughs> like oh he came along for the ride that's cute he lives to serve that's right <laughs> three hours and he'll target <laughs> <laughs> and so then we start a flashback to 15 years ago yeah, we see uh, uh, Dr. Power. He's uh, showing up at Volcania. And uh, Taggart's there standing with a gun like a fucking Bond villain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Welcome, Dr. Power. <laughs> Good evening, Dr. Power. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's amazing. <laughs> the the cross iron pose with the gun poking at is pretty sweet. <laughs> yeah, he's like, hey, we, we, we should chat real quick. We then cut to uh, Hawk, you know, waking up from his nap or whatever, just came back to command center. And uh, he's like, Stuart, Stuart, where you at, buddy? And then the computer turns on and we get the first hologram uh, showing of Mentor. And he's like, Stuart, are you in there? <laughs> like, no, I am Mentor. I am a supercomputer. <laughs> and yeah, uh, basically... I like Izzy's comment when he popped up and like, so Dr. Power chose to be in that outfit with the giant oh, shoulders. No, he and... changed into that outfit to record that. Yeah. And then changed back. <laughs> it makes sense. But amazing shoulder pads. And of course, Ooh, yeah. because uh, Mentor's been voice activated, now they must execute the Phoenix program. Oh! And the closet opens up to reveal the power suits. The power jammies! 
and there's a nice little recording from dr power to phil Hawkin, like okay these are uh, some pretty sweet suits so pay attention come back to volcania we have a young john power you know tied up in the I don't know, interrogation room or whatever and sauron comes in and introduces himself and he's like i am sauron i am the I don't know, right hand of the robo empire he's like oh so you're just a just a robot you don't think or anything right no i think and i hear voices voices from the dark that tell me to do things i'm like wait where is this gonna go <laughs> what is happening right now but he's like, oh, never mind. Forget what you've heard. I'm going to take you to Overmind now. <laughs> we then come back to the power base and uh, mentors uh, Phil and Hawking like, all right, so these power suits, I mean, basically when somebody wears them, they're like, uh, they're like dragons or baby chicks or something. They come attached to one person and yeah. they become damaged to anybody else. So, you know, choose them wisely. Also, FYI, they're untested, and there's a 50-50 chance you're going to die the first time you try it on. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, gee, thanks, Stuart. Jeez. We then cut to uh, Stuart and uh, Taggart. They're they're chatting back and forth, and Taggart's like, no, listen, I'm, I'm offering you a job, you know, side by side. We can, like, really make this, make this go over so smoothly. It's great. <laughs> and then... Uh, yeah, uh, Stuart mentioned something like, there's a sliver of humanity in there. Remember when me and John gave you that cute little music box because we're grown-ass men getting a music box? <laughs> grown-ass, two grown-ass men, a father-son, gave their friend a grown-ass man a music box? And obviously a very serious man? Yeah. <laughs> like a business man? Like, like a German? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but yeah. But so they're like, oh, yeah. it's like I wanted a Best Buy gift card, and you gave me a music box, right? <laughs> but uh, but then John's brought in, and he's like, John, Dad, like, hey, 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 just step away from the door. Let's let's talk. And I'm like, is that what you were just doing? All right, whatever. <laughs> so then uh, Hawk starts suiting up, and I uh, like how he's like, you know, he's got the jammies on. He's talking to Mentor, and he's like, hey, so. Call the president there at the Pentagon or whatever. And if something happens to me, then, you know, get, give them full control. It'll be great. Um, because you said 50-50. He was like, aren't you programmed to say good luck or something? Good luck. <laughs> All right. Power on. And then a hawk falls down in the suit. Roll credits, guys. What do we think? Of- we killed Hawk. It's amazing they killed him off that early in the series. Wait. Who knew the Hawk in the rest of the series was a cologne? Am I right? Yeah. Uh, Big shot. Uh, right. <laughs> what a twist. M. Night. Get on it. Anyway. Uh, so where could you find yourself on, on the social medias? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, Hawk's fine. He eventually like wakes up and is just like, oh, well, I guess it worked. All right. Oh, sweet. I've got wings. Fly off. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm sure they're like, oh, by the way, this one has wings. So you'll probably want dibs on that. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> oh, here we go, guys. Yeah. If you had your choice of the power suits, which one do you want? Oh. Do you want Do you want the, uh, the winged uh, Hawk version? Do you want the cloaking scout version? Uh, do you want the big titty pilot version? 
Uh, do you want the Captain Power or, of course, the Mobile Assault Unit, a tank? Mm, I don't know if I'm strong enough to carry the Mobile Assault Unit. Like, it might crush me under its own weight. I'm sure there's some uh, assisting, you, you know, it's like the, okay. the thing in Aliens. Like okay, the, all know. right. Uh, but I am seriously afraid of heights. So it's either going to be the power of big titties or it's going <laughs> to be the tank. <laughs> nice. How about you, Mike? I would take the cloaking one because if I go out to a restaurant and want to try uh, somebody else's dish, I could cloak myself <laughs> as Guy Fieri and act like I'm on the show and try out their dish. Yeah. Just take a big handful of like their giant super colossal burger or whatever. Yeah. Oh man, this is Flavor Town, baby. And then you change to somebody else so you don't have to pay the check. Yeah. Yeah, yeah practical. I like it. Yeah. Steve, how about you? Yeah, I was thinking the scout thing, the scout outfit for the same thing. Just uh, it's it's basically as close as you're going to get to like an invisible man suit. Yeah, <laughs> you, just shenanigans ensue. But uh, I, I don't know. Uh, Captain Power has those uh, neon shurikens, and those are pretty sweet too. That's true. <laughs> no man, the flying one would be awesome, right? He, you know, save so much uh, frequent flyer mileage, and you know. Yeah. Don't have to worry about gas prices. <laughs> you just have to power on. That's right. What powers those things? Don't worry about it. I plug it in once a week, you know. <laughs> Unless I'm getting shot at, then, you know. <laughs> Evasive maneuvers. Ah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Hawk flies off. Commercial break. Uh, Taggart wants... Is, is basically trying to convince uh, Dr. Power to like let Overmind just, hey, just let him into your brain for a second. It'll be real quick. You can just see everything I've seen. Do, see things no one else can see. Do things no one else can do. Six demon bag and whatnot. That's right. <laughs> and then, uh, of course, uh, Dr. Power's like, well, will you let John go? And like, it was like, sure. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, he can go. I see no problem with that. But then uh, they get a distress call or whatever, and uh, <laughs> something's flying around and uh, taking out all of our, our guards. Sauron, go eliminate whatever the hell this is. Don't like, we hey. also cut to John trying to blow the shit out of a couple of uh, dreadbots? No, no, he, he's still in the, the room. Oh, like, okay. like He's like kind of like edging towards the door. But okay. Yeah, 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 we're not quite Sorry. there yet. Yeah, so we get the little air battle between Sauron and Hawk for a bit. Yeah. And then we cut back in. Stewart's like, "Okay, fine, fine. I'll let. I'll hook up to Overmind or whatever. Let's 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 just, just let John go." And then this is when Tiger's like, "Well, no. Now I also want the location of your secret base." And you know what? I think I'm just going to digitize you with this gun. <laughs> and like, you can that's live. not how a gun works. <laughs> you live forever. Yeah, you'll be immortal. You'll appreciate it once it happens. <laughs> I'm just like, wait, wait. So, so your whole plan was to like. Yeah, sure. I'll hook, I'll hook up to Overmind, whatever. Just let the sun go. Like, you know what? On second thought, I don't need to do this shit. I don't need to be nice. <laughs> Tell me where your secret base is. Oh, you know what? I'm just going to digitize you. I'll get it that way. <laughs> uh, but then uh, Tiger, like, starts aiming the gun or whatever at John. And Stuart, Stuart's like, no! And throws a rock or something to, like, knock it away at the last second. <laughs> and then the fight ensues. And uh, we see John, like, fighting all the, the droids or whatever. And he grabs one and, like, <laughs> uses them as, like, a shield while, like, shooting the gun <laughs> around him and stuff. And, yeah. Blows the head clear off of one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Headshot. 
Yeah, then, uh, oh yeah, we get a nice little fist fight between uh, Dr. Power and Tagger. Yeah. Just, <laughs> sat, 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 two old guys just wrestling and punching. And then uh, and then John gets out on like the, the balcony or catwalk or whatever, and he's like, hey, hey, is anyone there? Can you come help me? <laughs> and Hawk's like, John, is that you? Where are you at? Uh, I don't know. Taggart's place. <laughs> I don't know. It's in the in the middle of Skynet. I don't know, man. Come pick me up. Follow my signal or something. <laughs> uh, that's cool, man. I'm on my way. And then we come back in, and Stewart and Taggart are having like a pipe fight and just cling, cling, cling. And then uh and then Taggart like hits something. I, I, I it looked like it was like a pipe or something, but then like the computer came on and it was like, well, losing all power two minutes until this place explodes. Like, wait, what? What the fuck was that? <laughs> i don't know but then uh yeah, yeah they start wrestling some more and uh like stewart has taggart pin he's like we gotta get the fuck out of here this place is gonna blow and uh dr power's like no this ends here oh <laughs> the line must be drawn here <laughs> and then boom 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 and we get the green screening with john like being thrown off the catwalk <laughs> But he's uh, hanging on to the side as, you know, fake fire all over the place and like ex- exploding noises. Um, yeah, but then, uh, you know, he's about to lose his grit as Hawk gets there, catches him and flies off. Like, we know John survives, right? <laughs> Unless he's also a clone. I don't know. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, as they're flying off, it's like, where's, where's Stuart? Where's your dad? Like, he was inside. <sighs> and he like passes out or something. I don't know. We then cut to the throne turning around, revealing Lord Dread. You know, we've seen this before, but this is this is the first time oh. he's being informed by Overmind. You're one step closer to the machine. I feel pain. And of course, uh, Dread goes, Mirror, Mirror, <laughs> let me see. <laughs> oh no, I'm a cyborg now. And oh. like, no, no, we've improved. It's great. Check out your cool throne that you're on. He's like, yes. Yes, from this day forth, I will be known as Ve- uh, Dread. Dread. Lord Dread. Totally Dread. Definitely not Lord Vader. Yep. Lord Dread. Yep. That's Dread. me. Yep. From now on. Yep. Okay. I am the wall. I am the wall. So then, uh, then we cut back to present day. You know, again, we're, we're in Dread's flashback. And uh, two minutes to target. Here you got Lackey going, two minutes to target. And then uh, we see the Dread brought along the music box that was the gift or whatever. I'm like, <laughs> nobody caught that? Nobody nobody saw him stash that under his cape or something? All right, whatever. But then we get the video of uh, Captain Power, you know, at the graveside, like, hey, Dad, sorry. I'm sorry you're not here to see this. <laughs> and, you know, just uh, doing his thing. And he's like, all right, bye, I got to go. And, uh, and Lackey's like, he's leaving. He's leaving. Sauron. Return to base. We will proceed alone. Ooh. And then you see him like look in the music box and it fades to the music box being set on the grave as the whimsical music plays. Da, 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 da. Roll credits. Dread is human. There's still some humanity left. Is there? Yeah, I guess there is. Guys, that's a summoning of thunder. All right. A lot less thunder than I thought was going to be. Right? Or summoning. 
Right? Yeah. No like, one was summoned. Uh, uh, well, uh, Dread did summon Jonathan Power to the, the base. That, that's true. That's he was true. summoned by Sauron. Uh, I don't know. But yeah, not really. <laughs> but unless his middle name's Thunder or something, I don't, I don't see the title making sense. <laughs> Mike, what'd you think? Uh, this is a this is a pretty good uh, second part of this two-parter. Uh, brought more of the backstory. Uh, just a really, really good episode. I'm sorry, I can't. I'm not like bringing a bunch of insight into it. It's just these seem like <laughs> so far. These are like probably the. I think these are like the two best episodes I've, right? think I've seen. Yeah, because <laughs> it seems like it's they found their spacing. Uh, yeah. right now so it's like i wish they would have been able to do more than one season because i think they could have done really really good if they kept on going but we only got the one season so yes how about you babe yeah i really enjoyed it and yeah like, like mike said like this episode made me start thinking like oh man we're getting towards the end and yeah there's not more and they're finally getting their rhythm yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like the the, the two parter thing definitely makes them uh, the, like the pacing's good. Uh, obviously, this is giving all the backstory to stuff that you know was kind of alluded to when you know, like Hawk would say something like, you know, when you your dad and Taggart were friends, they were supposed to put an end to this, but but we never really saw it played out, and you know, now we're getting to see it, even with like young John Power and stuff. Like, yeah, yeah. This is a this is a two knee pattern, definitely. Yeah, too many pads. Yeah. Oh, so we got what six episodes left, and I think a couple of them are two parters and stuff too. Yeah, yeah. We're, basically, we're down to the final stretch, guys. Are we excited to see where this goes? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, Mike, uh, uh, as as always, thanks for joining us on these episodes. We really appreciate it. Uh, if we were looking for you on other podcasts and stuff, though, or social media, where would we be able to do that? Uh, you might find me on the Twitter at Michael Bagford. Uh, you might find me on Instagram at Bagford Michael. I post my album of the day. That's what Dread might be jamming out to you in the beginning credits that I just kind of <laughs> noticed tonight. Yeah. Uh, you'll see my podcast appearances and just uh, whatever's going on in my life. So check it out. Nice. Uh, Mike, what what uh, what music do you think Dread rocks out to? Like, what what album is he listening to? It looks like he's playing air keyboards, so maybe he's listening to some like Elton John or Billy Joel, maybe. Oh, or Sticks yeah. because maybe Sticks because Sticks always gets mentioned on the show. Oh shit! Yeah, it's totally <laughs> Sticks. It's, he's definitely a Dennis DeYoung fan. Yes. See, and it's thank you, Mr. Robots. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> we figured it out. We hacked the secrets. Or, or when he's feeling human, it's lady. <laughs> babe, where can we, speaking of lady, babe, where can we find you on social media? <laughs> you can find me at sticksfan69. No, yeah. wait, hold on. <laughs> you can find me everywhere at Untidy Venus. That's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping. I'm on all the social medias at Untidy Venus. I also have an Etsy shop where I sell my goods and wares at untidyvenus.etsy.com. And I have a Patreon at Untidy Venus over on Patreon. Come join my Sticker of the Month Club, guys. It's amazing. How about you, Steve? Where 
can we find you? Oh, well, of course, we're on all the major podcatchers under everything I learned from movies. Tell your friends. Uh, but if you want to hit us up direct, you can hit us up at EILF Movies on Twitter, Facebook, and Patreon at EILF Movies. That's everything, everything I learned from movies. movies. Uh, gosh, we also have EILFMovies.com for our official website if you want to check that out. Uh, guys, Sad news. We're not doing the the movies at Broovies anymore. It's true. They changed management and they don't need us anymore. But fear not because we have a Discord. That's right. We have our Discord movie nights every other Wednesday. And man, that means we can show all kinds of crazy shit, regardless of how many children show up. (laughs) Stream it in the comfort of your own underpants. Oh, it's fantastic. Uh, I don't know when this is going to be airing, but yeah, just check it out. First and every third uh, get all the details at EILF Movies on Twitter. You know where we at. Um, Steve, I just want you to know if you ever need a backup account, Tank Ellis 69 is not taken on any <laughs> social media at the time of this you're recording. I better get it before Sven does. <laughs> I just wanted you to know that I was looking out for you. <laughs> Ooh, we got to look up if Lackey 69 is too. <laughs> Oh, let me check. <laughs> Meanwhile, keep uh... I live to serve 69. Wait, what? <laughs> Lackey 69. Blow this baby 69. Lackey 69 is taken. Looks like it's a Japanese account. Ah, okay. You win this round. <laughs> I guess until next time, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. I'm Mike. And this is Everything, Everything I Learned from Movies. movies. Have a good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Power off. (laughs) This is Captain Power. I'm closing in on Dread.